Okay, good morning everyone. Uh, Yashukraft everyone for coming out and braving the uh, storm this morning. It's almost like uh, Irhanidachas over here. But uh, speaking about Irhanidachas, it's very interesting that uh, when we look at Chumash, especially Sefer Barashas, we tend to uh, look at it as a storyline, narrative. But uh, the truth is, that aside from the fact that we know that the purpose of the Torah is not, it's not a storybook, it's not a narrative, and there, we le- learn out lessons from every, not only every parsha, not only every word, but every nakuda, every ice. but besides the lessons that we learn out, there's no episode, there's no even small aspect of any story that does not have halachic ramifications. And uh, we're going to take that to a little bit of the extreme today, and we're going to look at a... Uh, episode that we're all familiar with, but in a different, with a different perspective, more of a halachic perspective. We're going to look at um, the episode of the city of Sedaim. But before we do that, we're going to take a look at Rashi and the very first pasuk in this week's parasha. Hashem appeared to Avraham in and he was sitting at the entrance of the tent. So Rashi points out that you would normally spell the word Yoshev Yud Vav Shin Vez with a Vav. And in this case, it's missing a Vav. It's spelled Yashav. So what does Rashi say? Rashi says, it's quoted number nine on your sheets, Yoshev Yashav Ksiv. Even though we pronounce it Yoshev, he was sitting, but it's written Yashav, that he sat. So what does that mean? What does it mean he sat? When you say someone sat, that means... He was in a standing position, or even if he wasn't in a standing position, he wanted to stand, and the Torah is saying, no, he sat. Yashav Ksiv. It's written, he sat. Why? Bikei Shlamay. Really? He wanted to get up. Yeah, um, wanted to stand up. No, 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 right? You know, somebody comes in the room and says, no, 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 right? You hold him down. Shev, sit. I'm going to stand. You sit. Really, Avramavina wanted to stand. God said, no, 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 sit. Why? Why did Avram Avinu want to stand? Obviously he wants to stand because Hashem came in. But Hashem said, no. And let this serve as a simen, v'yata simen l'banecha, let this serve as a sign, sh'asir ani l'hisyatsev ba'adas hadayanim v'hein yashem. I will stand in the council of dayanim, judges. Shenem how do I know this? Elohim nitzah v'adas kel. God stands in the council of the dayanim. In other words, the dayanim are convening. What, are the, what position are the Dayanim in? They're sitting, right? To convene a Bezdin, they need to sit. And Hashem is standing. So Avram Avinu wanted to stand. And Hashem said, no, 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 sit. And this will be the paradigm of what a Bezdin looks like, where the Dayanim sit and God is standing. So the question is, this is the time that Hashem chooses to be Merames to a Bezdin? I mean, Avram Avinu is in his pajamas. He's recovering from his third day of his, of his Mila, right? He's sitting there. He's waiting for some guests. There is no court case going on. There's no Dayanis going on. Avram Avinu is not a Dayan. He's simply, it's, the, it's Pesach, yeah? It's the third day of his Mila. And Hashem says, oh, you know, imagine Hashem's looking at the calendar. You know, I need to teach Klai the lesson that when Dayanim convene, they're going to sit and I'm going to stand. When should I do that? Oh, yeah. On the third day of Avram Avinu's Mila, when he's Bitsar and the sun is there, I mean, why did Hashem pink pick this moment in history to teach the lesson that Dayanim sit and the Rebbe Shalom stands in there? Okay. Also very interesting, 
Yeah. Well, right now, the Malachim are coming to Avram to tell him he's going to have a kid. And also, very interesting, very interesting, the Malachim, Hashem wants to destroy the city of Sudan. Yeah? So, it's almost ironic. Hashem says, Avraham, I want to destroy Sudan. So Avram says, oh, maybe they're 50 tzaddikim, maybe they're 40, maybe they're 30, maybe they're 20, then. and then Hashem destroys it. In other words, it's almost as if, before Hashem destroys Sadaim, he has to see, do they have anything, is there anything good to say about Sadaim? Oh, there's something good about Sadaim? Now I could destroy the city. As if, if there was nothing anybody could ever say good about Sadaim, if they were completely bad, then he would never destroy them. It's, only, it's like almost that Hashem was waiting to hear a good word about Sadaim, and then to destroy it. I mean, that's what it sounds like. Alright, Hashem could have just gone into the city of the Sudan and destroyed it. Hashem knows. Hashem knows there were no tzaddikim. So what's he going through the whole charade for? It's like a charade. Hashem knew they didn't even have ten tzaddikim. So what does he do? So if Hashem wanted, what should he have done? He should have just wiped out the city of Sudan. No. First, let's go to Avraham. Let's hear if there's one good thing to say about them. Oh, you have something nice? Oh! Now let's destroy them. That's 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 Sanhedrin. It's Potter. Okay, very good. Another another thing to think about, and that is, how many cities were there? Five. Right, five towns. Right, Sadaim, Amira, Adma, Svayim, Tsaira. Five towns. five towns. Right, five cities. How many? How many? <laughs> I didn't say anything, right? How many were burnt down? Four. So we would think four, four of them. After all, we say in Pashas Nitzavim, right? Four. And yet, if you look in some of the Psukim this week's Pasha, it only mentions Sadaim and Amaira. Right? For instance, if you turn over your sheet, you have in number 14, Vashem Himtir al Sadaim Vial Amoira. God rained down on Sadaim and Amoira. Yeah, what about the others? What about the others? In the Tzavim it says, Sadaim Amoira Admot Svayim. Four. In Vayero it says, only two. Only two. And also, when it comes to turning over, look in the next verse, Vayapich es ha'orim ha'el. All of them. All of them. Right? That's kol ha'kikar. So what was it? Or in Sefer Yermia, it says, Kistoim, in Yeshaya, excuse me, Kistoim ha'yinu, la'amoyro daminu. Right? We only invoke Sadaim and Amar. So what was it? Was it Sadaim? Right? In the, in the world. Right? If you ask, what were the seas that were destroyed? Right? You ask, ask stop a guy on the street, Sodom and Gomorrah. Right? That's what they're going to say. They know, but they never heard of Adma and Svayim. And they may be right. That's what it says in Yeshaya. That's what it says uh, elsewhere in the Sukhs Parsha. But in Yitzavim, not in the Parsha, it says, Sadaim Amara, Adma, Utsvayim. What? It says, Kema Pechas Amara, Azam, Asher Hafach Hashem. That's a net, right? That's a net, another pasuk, right? Okay. My question is, how come Lo had the pole that Zohar was not destroyed? 
Okay, we could ask that also. Why was why was Sarah not destroyed? Haloi Mitzar, it's small. So what? It's small. It's big. It's medium sized. Who cares? It's the last one. It's it's you know it's it's the last city, so it didn't have as many averas. I mean that that's the reason because it's small. Sarah is small. Who cares if it's small? And then, very interesting, if you look in the beginning of Parakiyatess, look in the beginning of Parakiyatess, the Torah says, Veloit Yoshev Bishar Sadaim Loit was living in the gate of the Sadaim. Yeah, who cares? Let's say he was living in a cave. It makes a difference to the story. I need to know what his address is. Why don't you give me a zip code also? He was living in the gate of Sadaim. Yeah, and what, what's his uh, you know, mailbox number? I don't need to know this. Who cares if he's in the gate of Sadaim? Yeah, so say he lived in Sadaim. I need to know if he lived in the gate. And let's say he lived in a skyscraper or an apartment building. What do I need to know where he lived? Yeah? Was he a Republican, a Democrat? We don't need to know all the information, right? The Torah only gives us essential information. Why do I need to know he would live Bashar Sadaim? Okay. Also, very interesting. Look in Parakiotas, Pasuk Chav Gimel. The Pasuk says, The Parakiotas, Pasuk Chav Gimel. The Pasuk says, Hashem Esh Yatsa'al Aretz. It was Neitzach who cares? Yeah, let's say it was uh, Mishayakir. Let's say it was, you know, let's say it was after Zman Krishna. I need to know it was Hashem Mishayatsal Arts. And then a few psukim earlier, in Pasuk Tezvav, Uchmai Hashachar Allah. It was Alois Hashachar. Who cares? All the extraneous information. Nah. I need to know exactly what time. Was it the Grozman or the Magen Avram? I mean, I need to know that first it was a Chumayah Shachar Allah, and later on it was Hashem Hashiyot Salah Aretz. Okay. Says the Rambam. Let's see. Says the Rambam. The Rambam tells us a very interesting idea. Feheich din ir hanidachas. Yeah, hopefully, you know, our, our, uh, the East Coast will not become this. But heich din ir hanidachas. What is an ir hanidachas? Right? Yeah. When a city is worthy to become an Iranidachas, Bezdin Hagadol Shalchin Vidarshin Vachikrin. The Bezdin Hagadol, not your Bezdin of three, not your Bezdin of twenty three. You need a Bezdin of seventy one. The Bezdin Hagadol sends Vidarshin, they expound Vachikrin, they investigate Ad Shayadu Baraya Buru until they know clearly that the entire city has. Been uh, been diverted from their belief. Iruba or most of it. and they have deviated to Avodah Ah, so now that Bezin, right? Bezin took a poll. They took a Gallup poll, and right now the poll has them at 61 percent of the people in the city serving Avodah Possibly, yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, Sholchem lohem shnei Afterwards, says the Ramam, you send two Tamichachamim, Lehaziroisan, to warn them, Ulahachziran, and to let them, you know, warn them to do tshuva. Im chazuvasu tshuva mutav. If they do tshuva, everything is good. Now, the Ramam doesn't mean everything is good. Because the halacha is, what if somebody kills someone, and as we're about to kill the guy, he says, Ana Hashem, chatasi avisi pashati lefanecha. What do we do to him? We kill him. 
tshuva. That's between him and God. But tshuva doesn't help for, bez, for bezin shalmata. So when the Rambam says, if he does tshuva, things are good, it means the city does not have this din of irhanidachas. Which means then we judge each person individually as an oivet avodah And how will we kill them? Skila. But if they don't do tshuva, and the majority of the city served Avayazar, then it has a din of irani dachas. What's the din of irani dachas? Hereg, we chop off their heads, we burn down the city, we kill even the wives of the people who served Avayazar, we kill the children of the people who served Avayazar, and we burn down the entire city and all the possessions. And even the tzaddikim who did not serve Avayazar, their possessions are also destroyed. But if the people do tshuva, then we judge each person individually. That's what the Rambam means. But if these people do not do tshuva, Bezdin, Metsuvin, Lechal Yisrael, Lalas Aleyan, Bezdin commands the entire Jewish people to gang up against the city, let's suffer for war, and they siege against them, until they destroy the whole city. Says the Ravid, when did the Rambam become such a liberal that we offer people the chance to do tshuva? Where did that come from? We, we give nidachas. They've been uh, cast away. They've nidach. They've away. fallen away. There is a term. What's the term for nidachas? There's a better term. Uh, come to me. Okay. But the rabbi wants to know. Look what he says. The rabbi says relinquished. We send two tamidei chachamim. To warn them to do tshuva. I mean, what? Where did the Ram get this from? Well, all of a sudden the Ram like, made up a halacha that after the majority of the city served up by the Zohar, we send two darshanim to the city. You know, we get two good, really fiery speakers, and they tell the people to do tshuva, and if they do tshuva, I mean, where does this come from? Two tamir chachamim? Where do we get this from? Says the, the Ravid, Omer Avram, Toiva Dover should tell them true. It's beautiful. It's Imamish. You know, very, very shame that the Ramam saying the usual. Avaloy Matsasi Chuva Mayalas Akahasrava Maisa. We don't find anywhere in Shas that Chuva helps after they were right, they were warned not to serve Avadizara. Right? They were warned. They served Avadizara. So now they're gonna do Chuva? Great they could do Chuva. Where'd the Ramam get this from? Ninve was Irani Dachas? They served Abu Dizara? They serve Abu Dizara? Who says? Geneva. Geneva, right? Yeah, so where does, where does the Rambam get? The Ravid said, I scour, scoured every blood in Shas. Every Babi, every Yushalmi. There is no Makar anywhere. That we offer the chance to do tshuva to the Anidachas. Not only that, I looked in the Sifri, I looked in the Sifra, I looked in Medrash Rabbah, Medrash Tanchuma, I looked in the Zohar. There is no source anywhere that we offer the Anidachas the opportunity to do tshuva. It's in a Rashi because Hashem says, oh, let me go down, Erdan, I'll, I'll check what's going on. Okay. So Hashem, right, but that's what the Rabbah, that everyone agrees to. The Bezin, before they proclaim Anidachas, the Bezin has to be. Certain that they serve Avodah Zarah. That's what Hashem's doing. Vashem, right? That was pointing out something very good. By the way, what does Rashi say in the word Vashem? Vashem, Kamakim Shenemer Vashem. It's Hashem U It's God and His Bezdin. Because we learn from here that in order for the Bezdin Hagadol to carry out something, they have to have first hand information. Fine. But where is there any Makar anywhere that two Tamich Hachamim are sent to a city to offer them the opportunity to do tshuva? Comes along the rugged shover. 
Right? By the way, if you want to know about the Rogachar, we could ask Rabbi Savitsky. Rabbi Savitsky's father was known as one of the biggest um, Bikiyim in Yerushalmi in the generation. When he, when he came to Lakewood, uh, they let him give shir in Lakewood Yeshiva. He wrote many volumes on uh, Yushami. So, so Rabbi Savitsky's father. And the Ragachavar, there were Gedoyle Oilam, the Ragachavar would not look at. He would not even look at them. And uh, with his, Rabbi, the Rabbi Savitsky's father, he has an entire volume of Shalas correspondence between uh, Rabbi Savitsky's father and the Ragachavar called Ner Avram. But uh, in any event... He's, he's also, Rabbi Taitz was very close to the Ragachavar. Who wouldn't look at what? The Ragachavar, you know... It, he did not suffer fools. Not only that, he would not even gedoyle oilam. He would not even look at them. So you had to be on a you had to be on an extremely high level of scholarship for the Ragachavar even to be gairus you, let alone correspond with you. Well, I heard he was, the, he, yeah. was he was considered even though he never had he wasn't living together there with him in Minsk. The Talmud moved because of Ragachavar. He had that reputation. Yeah, yeah. And what was the Yeah. I was supposed to learn with him. Yeah? So the Raghachara says the following. Raivit. Yeah. There's no source in Bavli, there's no source in Yushami, Sufra, Sufri, Mechota. But you forgot about Targamunklas in this week's parsha. Targamunklas in this week's parsha. So first thing the Raghachara does is is he proves that Sadaim had the status of Irhanidachas. How do we know Sadaim had the status of Irhanidachas? It's a Gemara, it's a Yushami in Sanhedrin. Take a look at number six. Okay? Yushami in Sanhedrin. Amr Rishlakish. Kavachayma. Ah. The Gemara is making a Kavachayma. If money, money has no das. As much as people think money has das, money has no das. Can't choose good, can't choose bad. But, if the money, money, if the possessions were the cause of someone living in a city, what do we do to the person's possessions? We destroy the possessions, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because they caused tzaddikim to live with Hisham, Amra Taira, the Torah says, that the possessions need to be burnt. Someone who has in mind to turn his friend, and he turns him from the good path to the bad path, in other words, if even money, which is not really responsible for anybody living anywhere, it doesn't have any das, right? But if somebody chose to live in a certain location because of money, so then what do we do to that money if a city is deemed to be earning dachas? We destroy the money. So can you imagine the punishment of somebody who actively entices someone to go off the dach? The punishment is terrible. Says the Gemara, what's the source of this? What's the source that we will destroy the money of a city of an Irhanidachas. Amrab Lazar, Maychiach Bedavar Belight. The proof is light. Shalayashaf Vistaim Elab Mamayna. The only reason Loi lived in Saddam is he liked the right he liked the uh, suburban area. Afhu Yatsav Yadavarosha. And when he left, Light left, but with his hands on his head, not his hands in his pocket. You know why? Because his pocket was empty. All of his possessions were destroyed in the city of of Saddam. Hadahu Dhsiv, Maher Himalay Shama. Be happy you escaped with your skin. Mm-hmm. So the Gemara, the Yushami, is clearly saying that Sadaim had the status of Iranidachas. And the Gemara is proving that if a tzaddik who didn't serve Abedazara gets to leave the city, you know, with his skin, but his money is still destroyed. What's the proof? Light. 
So the Yishami is clearly learning that Sedaim was Iranidachas. No question, right? Explicit proof. Open proof. Well, he wasn't Sadiq, but he, we don't find that he served Avadah Zara, and he was able to be saved. Ah. Says the Ragged Shaver. Take a look at Targum Unklas. Look at number four. This is in Parak Yurches, Pasuk Chavalef. Okay? Parak Yurches, Pasuk Yedalef. Pasuk Chavalef. Take a look. Vayoy Mary Love. Yeah, take a look. Yurches Chavalef. Erdana. Look in, uh, right? Take a look. Chafalf. Iskali Khan. I'm going to go down. Be'era. I'm going to see. Haketzaka sahaboilai asu kala be'imlai eida'a. Literally, that means God says, I'm going to go down and see whether they deserve to be punished. Be'imlai. And if not eida'a, I'll know what to do. Says the Targum. Look at this. Iskali Khan. I'm going to go down. Be'edun, and I'm going to judge them. Hachi kevultahain are the complaints. De'alas likadamai that come before me. Avadu, did they do them? Then Ebenim Hangimer, then I'll destroy them. Ve'im ta'ivin. But if they do tshuva, la espera, I will not, I will not pay them back, I will not take re- revenge. So the Targum Onkelis is saying that when it comes to Yerani Dachas, now how do we know it's Yerani Dachas? That's Yishami and Sanhedrin. The Targum Onkelis is saying, if they do tshuva, I'm not going to punish them like an Yerani Dachas. Says the Ragged Shabbar. Where does he get that from? The Rambam, Targum says Misinai. Says the Ragged Shabbar. The Rambam's source is not Bavli. The Rambam's source is not Yishami. The Rambam's source is not Mechilta. The Rambam's source is Targum Onkelis in this week's parasha. So where do the two days Tamichacham gamba? And who offered the city of Sudan the opportunity to do tshuva? Two Malachi Asharis. These are the two Tamide Chachamim that need to be sent to the city to give them the opportunity to do tshuva. Look at number three. Says it's Safnas Paneach, Mikan Lamar Rabenu Haram Amzal Pehuchas Avedizara Gabeir Anidachas Tetchila Masim Mehem LeTshuva. We give them the opportunity to do tshuva. Imasu tshuva. They're not off the hook. Right? And then those who served Avazah will get skila. Ushar, but the women, the children, and the, act, the actual city will not be burnt down. But if they don't do tshuva, it has the status of Yanidachas, will chop off everyone's head, and will burn down the city. Okay? So it's an amazing thing, right? Where the Rambam, according to the Ragachav, the Makar of the Rambam is Targamunklis. Right? That's an amazing thing. The, the Rambam is deriving an entire halacha that has no other source other than Targamukah. <coughs> so let's take it a little further. Why did the Rebani Shalom come to Avraham? If you remember, God comes to Avraham Avinu and he's interrupted. Right? In other words, Hashem comes to Avraham. Vayero, I love Hashem. Hashem's coming to Avraham. But then Hashem is interrupted by who? The Malachim. And what does Hashem say to, um, what does Avraham say to Hashem? You wait here, Hashem, until I'm finished. Says the Shavu has been Yishlamai, right? And Mr. Nathan, I think this is what you're trying to say before. God came to Abraham originally to be a Dayan on the case of Sadaim. Yeah? To be a Dayan on the case of Sadaim. The only thing is, the case had to be, right, what's the word? You take a break in the case. 
right? Adjourned, right? Adjourned. Right? They, they held a recess for a few minutes until while the Malachim were there. But Hashem came to Avram Be'ikr to discuss what to do with Sudan. That's why as soon as Malachim leave, what happened? Hashem says, Oi, Avram, Am I going to hide it from Avram? That's why Hashem came. So Avram wanted to stand. Hashem said, Sit! You're a dying over here. You're a dying. This will be this will be the model. This will be the paradigm of what the Bezdin looks like. The Dayanim are sitting and I'm standing. Because primarily God came to Avram that Avram should be a dying. Look at number 10. The Shasachiv is Binyan Shlaimai of Rab Shlaimakoyan Mivilna. Maybe because someone could go into the bag over there and get some new batteries. Rabshlama Akain Mivilna points out, look at number ten. The problem is, why is Rashi saying, why do Chazal say that Hashem is hinting to Avram the way a, a court case should look like? Hashem didn't come to him. Hashem came to visit him. The truth is, the simple meaning of the Pesukim are, The primary reason God came is to judge the city of Sodom. Because the Pesuk says, right after, right after Abraham accompanied the Malachim, what did Hashem say? Hashem Am I going to hide from Abraham? What? What I'm about to do? Hashem, Hashem was teaching a halacha that Gedoyla Achnas Asarchim. It's in the middle of a court case. Because Hashem wanted to take the son out, so Avram shouldn't be bothered. Where Avram was in the prison, he's healing. And then he wanted Avram to decide, he wanted to get stuff. So he could have said, okay, Avram, let's wait a couple of minutes. I'll bring some guests. We have to decide if you're about to go to shul and you have an important guest that you can't just tell someone else to greet, it's more important to greet your guest than to go out to shul. We learn out halachas from here. But, so he says the, the simple meaning why God came to Avram and said, about Sadaim. Elamitaich should take a bala malachim because malachim interrupted him to Avram. Hashem waited for him, like Avram asked. Like Rashi says, that Avram was asking the Ibn Shem to wait for him. Now we understand. Avram wanted to stand. So what does Hashem say? No, no, no. You sit and this will be the paradigm of what a court case looks like. Okay, very interesting. So now we understand a little bit. Avraham Avinu was a dying over here. Now we understand what you pointed out before. The Pasuk says, Pasuk says, Rashi, look, Yotes Chavdalet. Rashi, Yotes Chavdalet. The Pasuk says, Yeah? Vashem Himter al Sadaim. What does Rashi say? Vashem, Kamakam Shinemer, Vashem. It's who best deny? God and his best then. 
Why did we need God and His Bezdin? Because to destroy Yeranidachas, you need what? Bezdin Hagadol! Not any Bezdin. You need Bezdin Hagadol. That's why it makes a point of the fact it's Vashem. Right? Not every time that punishment happens in this world does the Pasuk say Vashem. Why does it say Vashem? You need the halachic status of Bezdin Hagadol. Oh. Yeah, but you need the great Sanhedrin. You need the Bezdin Hagadol. Now, very interesting. In order for a city to be an Irhani Dachas, mm-hmm. how many people have to be living in the city? You need a minimum of a hundred. You need a hundred people. If you take a look, in Sanhedrin, Tezvav and Bezin number 13, the Tanya, Ad Kama Oisin Irhani Dachas, Miyodad Kuf, 10 to 100, Divi Rabbi Yoshia, Rabbi Yonis and Omar, Rabbi Yonis and says, and this is how we paskin, Mikuf Yad Ruba Shoshevet. You need a up, minimum a hundred. You need a hundred. Yeah? Says the Ragachavar, very interesting, we find throughout Shas that whenever you need a certain number of people, there's always a suffix. What if you have Mechza al Mechza? What if you have Mechza al Mechza, 50 50? For example, it's Gemaran Chulin, Gemaran Psachim, Amishna Machshirin, in Negaim, okay? In Gitin, the Ragachavar says, the Kama Makaimis ain Misma. There are innumerable amount of places. What the din would be by Mechza al Mechza? Now, why is it such a controversy that we don't know what to do when it's 50-50? The Raghul Trevor says because the Torah speaks about normal cases. Most cases, either you either have a roiv or you don't have a roiv. 50-50 is very unlikely. So Avram Avinu was really the first one to push the button. God, what if they're 50 tzaddikim? What's the halacha by Mechza al Mechza? So Hashem said, don't worry about it. There aren't 50 today. Hashem was non-committal to this lambda shashayla. If you have mechza, Hashem says, you know, when we have 50, then we'll, then we'll talk about it. Then we could clear the chakira. But right now we don't have 50. Says the Ragachavar, by the way, now take a look. Now this is amazing. Parak Yotas, Pasuk Chavdalar. Ba'ashem himtir al-sedoim v'al-amar. Like we pointed out earlier, when it comes to the fire, the gafr svaish, and then the next Pasuk says, All the cities were overturned. Now look in Pasuk. Chavtes. Why is it that in Pasuk Chavdalid, it's Vashem? Bezden Hagadol. And in Pasuk Chavtes, it's Eloikim. Eloikim is just a regular Dayan. What happened? Says the Ragged Shavar, this is amazing. How many cities are you allowed to make Irani Dachas? Let's say you know the entire world is serving Avadazar. You could just, you go, you just destroy the whole world? No. There's a halacha. The Gemara says in Sanhedrin, Daf Aleph, right? Even if you didn't get too far in Sanhedrin, Daf Aleph. The Mishnah says, Einoisin Iranidah, number 16. Einoisin Iranidachas, Bisfar. You can't make a border city Iranidachas. What are you going to do? You're going to leave open the border? Can't, no. Filoi Shaloish. You can't make three cities Iranidachas. Avaloisin Achas, you can do one or two. So what do you do with the other cities? Uh, what's the halacha of Iranidachas? First, you raise the city, you, right? You turn it over, and then you burn it down. So what the, what the Mishnah is saying is you don't burn down more than two cities. So you still turn them over. You still raise them. Says the Ragachavar. Halachically speaking, you're only allowed to make two cities there, Hanidachas. You're only allowed to burn down two cities. How many cities were burnt down? Vashem, Himtir, Al-Sidoim, 
and that is it. Only two cities were burnt down. Why? Because you can't make more than two cities in Anidachas. That's why only Sadaim and Amaira are mentioned in reference to Gafras Vaish. It's amazing. Only two cities are mentioned regarding Gafras and Aish. And that's why by Sadaim and Amaira it says Vashem. Because halachically you could only make two cities of Anidachas and you only need a Bezin Agada for two other cities. But the other cities, they were still overturned. But for them, you don't need the Bezdan Haggadah. That's why for the other cities, it doesn't say Hashem burnt them down. It doesn't say Vashem. It only says Aleikim. That is why, says the Rugged Shavar, this is pointed out in the footnotes on the Rugged Shavar, by the footnotes of the Rugged Shavar, uh, a comprehensive work was done on the Rugged Shavar by, I believe, Rabbi Menachem Kashar. And he writes in the footnotes on the Rugged Shavu, in number 15, he points out in Pashas Nitzavim, it says, When it comes to the Ma'pecha, they're all mentioned. When it comes to the overturning of the cities, they're all mentioned. Because you can overturn all the cities. It's only when it comes to burning them down, therefore, uh, right, you need the Bezna Gadol, and you can only do two. You can only do two. Now listen to this. When it comes to killing people, for a Bezdin to kill people, what time of day could Bezdin kill people? Day. Alois HaShachar or Neitzach You need Neitzach It's a Gemara in Sanhedrin. Says the Raga Chavar. Look at number 18. When the sun came out. Next passage. Hashem Himter HaSadayim. Then Hashem could kill the city. But in Pasuk Tezvav, the city was starting to be raised already. Light had to get out. It's an amazing thing. Regarding the official status of Yonidach's killing people, you need Hashem as Yatzah And the Gemara says, why? Because the Pasuk says, V'hoika oisam l'ashem neged Hashemesh. That's why it says Hashem as But when it comes to the raising of the cities, you need what? All you need is Uchumay HaShachar Allah. Ah. Says a rugged shover. Listen to this. Why were lights? Where am I up to now? No, we're in the dark. Um, uh, number nineteen. 19. The daughters of light. They were big, you know, big tzaddikim. They were, they were tzaddikas. They meant well. Did they serve Avodah Did they not serve Avodah We don't find anywhere that they were tzaddikim. Why were they saved? Says the Rugged Shabbar, Perak Yotas, Pasuk Aleph, where did Light live? He didn't live in the city. He lived in the wall. What's Allah if you live in the wall? You could be Mitzarif if you're a tzaddik to save the city, but you're not destroyed with the rest of the city. That is why the daughters of, of Light were saved. Because the Light, Yoishev Bishar Sadaim. This is not just telling me, by the way, you know, his address was, we don't care about his address. It's telling you halachically. Look at number 19, Aleph. The light Yoshev Bashar Sadaim, Ratzalaimar, Dinafgaminam, who Bachlabane is he part of the city. And look all the way at the end of, of Aleph, Lakach Nisharu Habana Shahibais, that's why the daughters who were in the house were saved. Aval Nashim Shahibiarnarago. But the other daughters who who uh, right? The other women who were in the city, they were killed. Ah. She was part, she came down with Zrayim. Right, Yocheved uh, gave birth, Bein Right, so she was part of... 
she part of Egypt or she part of? Uh... Okay, that's uh, she was a boarder, right? Her child, who was born? Yochavid was uh, right. Yochavid was Nola Ben Achomus. That's why some Rishonim count her among the seventy, some don't count her. Okay. Then the Rogachar points out another thing. It may not work out with what we just said, and that is if you look in Perak Yotes Pasuk Yodalid, the Malachim come to light. Vayitzit right. Vayitzit light. Vayidar b'chasat. One second. Pasuk Yudbeis. Vayoyimu anoshim alayit. Oid mi lechapai. Who else you have? Chasan, banecha, b'neisacha, b'chal hashel lechabayir. Hoytzim nakam. Who else you got? Right. Take out your everything you right. All your relatives. Why? Did they serve Abba Dazara? Probably. So why take them out? Says the Raghu Chavar, this is my makar for the halacha, that even though we kill all the Abba Dazara, anyone who escapes the city before we're done the city is saved. How do we know this? Because Malachim say to light, get out, anyone you can, before the din is, before the din is performed. Ah! Why did Lloyd go to Tsayara? Right? Why did he go to Haloi Mitzar? It's small. Says Lloyd, there are less than 100 people here. Can't carry out the din of Yerani Dachas. It's halachic lupon. They don't have to say like Rashi. It was settled, you know, one year before the others, and therefore there were less. It's very passionate. You cannot perform it. It's small. Haloi mitzar. It's small. Not the averos were small. The city is small. Right. That's what. That's what the Rogan Shavu says. Okay. And then. Why was it slated to be destroyed for Officially, it did the same Averos as the Erni Dachas, but Lamaisa, it had this legal loophole. It had a legal loophole. Right, right. And those that served would have been killed, correct. Says the one last thing, that ultimately, Sadaim is going to have some kind of correction. It's not hopeless. How do I know this? Because even though the Mishnah says in Sanhedrin, look at number 23, that the Anshe Sadaim. They have no share in the world to come. Right? They will be resurrected and they will be punished and their sin will be corrected. Which ultimately means that there is some element of hope for those evil people of Sudan. How do we understand that? After all, this is the city that has veered off and served by the Zara. Says the Rugged Shaver, think of this Irhani Dachas in the following sense. Now, this is amazing. He quotes a Gemara in Menachas. Listen to this Gemara. The Gemara Menachas wants to know we know when you bring a carbon minchatsna on the sheet, you take off the kaimets, right? You grab a fistful of flour, you take off the kaimets. What do you do with the, right? What do you do? Excuse me, you take a kaimets, right? You take a, a fistful. What do you do with that fistful? You burn it. Once you burn the kaimetz ha-mincha, what could you do with the rest of the mincha? You could eat it. Says the Gemara, says the Gemara, when are you allowed to eat the rest of the mincha? Well, we know you have to burn the kaimetz. How much of the kaimetz has to be on fire for you to be able to eat the rest of it? Says the Gemara, when most of the kaimetz is on fire, then you could eat the rest of the mincha. So the Gemara says on Chafavam Beis Menachas, how do you know this? So the Gemara says, we know it from light. Because the city of Sadaim was like a carbon mincha. The city that was burnt was the Kaimetz. Light was the Shirayim. So Gemara. When was light 
escaped. The Pasuk says, The smoke went up like the smoke of a furnace. When does the smoke of a furnace start to go up? When most of the furnace is on fire. So too, when most of the kaimetz is on fire, you could eat the shirayim. Says the Ragacha, what do you see from here? That the Gemara understands the burning of the city of Sadaim as the burning of a carbon mincha. Which means that this is not viewed as God is destroying the city as a punishment, as an utter destruction of the city. It's kapara. It's for its ultimate rectification. It's a tikkun for the city. Right? No one would ever say, we're burning the kaimets of a mincha because we can't stand that mincha. We want to beat it. We want to destroy it. No. We burn the mincha as kapara and that permits the rest of the mincha. So too, God wasn't burning down Sadaim as a as a mean, cruel punishment. He was burning Saddam for a tikkun to correct and rectify the city. So that's why light was ultimately saved. Light is the mincha. And that's why the Ragged Shavar points out, look at number 22, the Taisus and Masech the Sanhedrin says that the people of an Anshe Irhani Dachas who are killed will eventually have some share in the world to come. Says the Ragged Shavar, now we understand why La'asid Lavai there's a nevuah in Sefer Yechezkel. The Yechezkel comes into the Beis HaMikdash and he sees, this is in Yechezkel, Parag Mem Zayin, he sees water coming out of the Kodesh HaKadoshim and it's headed toward the Yam HaMelech and ultimately the salty waters of the Yam HaMelech will become sweetened from the river of the Kodesh HaKadoshim. It's a nevuah in Yechezkel. So the Raghu Shabbat says, how do we understand that? In this context of what we learned today, that the destruction of Sudan was not a cruel punishment. It was to rectify them. It was ultimately to give them tikkunas, to correct them. That's why Sudan will have a degree of tikkun in that the waters of the Kodesh HaKadoshim will sweeten the salty waters of the Yama Melach and Sudan will have its ultimate tikkun all in the context of what we learned today that what happened to Sudan was the din of Anshe Iranidachas, the two Malachim were two Tamilichachamim. The opportunity to give them tshuva is the source of the Ramam that you give the Anshe Iranidachas opportunity to do tshuva. That is why only Sadaim and Amir were burnt, the other cities were overturned. That is why Light was able to, to escape to Tsaya. That is why we learn out from Avramavinu sitting that Dayanim sit. All of these various halachas. That's why we need to know that Light lived in Shah Sadaim. That's why we need to know that. The other people were able to escape beforehand. All of these various halachas are learned out from what we thought was narrative and story, but actually every single prat we learn out halacha lamaisa. Have a wonderful day.